Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 215 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always and only by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. This is a little old school, a little throwback FRL. Exclusivity. Someone say the good old days. I don't know. I don't know. I like having them. I, I like them. Like, because they'll, they'll get in with you. Like, uh, they'll, they'll chime in with good nuggets. Mm-hmm. But also, they're they're easy pickings. Yeah. We can make boom, fun of them at all times. Boom. Anytime. I mean, Nomad's just sitting there. Anytime. We should make fun Anytime of them. Anytime things get a little bland, I just say, Nomad, why are you so white? Why are you so pale? Glowy. Yeah. That's right. The incandescent wrestling Nomad and Kyle Bradkey <laughs> are both in Fargo, which has been Nomad. going on. Nomad doing post-match interviews. I love him. Killing it. What a, and I love when A.L. Hayslip goes, and there was your winner with Daniel Lobdell. Yeah, he doesn't like his uh, government name out there, but he got to mm-hmm. deal with it. This guy won't even make a Facebook profile with his own name. Mm-hmm. He uses he his, no man. his grand No, it's his granddad's oh, name. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a total weirdo. He's a total weirdo. But so Fargo's going on. Fargo's going on. We'll get on. to that. But lots of other things are happening as well. One – Maybe at the top, I don't know what the biggest story is, but probably Eric Guerrero headed to Oklahoma to be the head coach of the Oklahoma RTC. And it's, you know, Guerrero has been at Oklahoma State like over 20 years. Yeah. I mean, he's been on staff since 2001. I'm pretty sure, I, I could be wrong on this, but I wrestled in tournaments with Guerrero in, I'm, in like 94, 95. I think he graduated in 95 or 96. And. He went to Oklahoma State, and unless I'm mistaken, I think he's been there since. Yeah. I don't think he's ever left. Yeah, so it's kind of like he was just so established there. So it's it's crazy that, you know, he's not going to be wearing that blaze orange anymore and moving to Oklahoma, the rival yeah. of the, the place he coached and where he wrestled. He was a three-time NCAA champion, 2004 Olympian. Um, you know, he was there. During you know some on Oklahoma State's best teams, you know he was there when they when they won five titles. He's been there for, I think three other championship seasons. So he's experienced that success uh, as as an assistant coach, and now going to try his hand shifting to freestyle. And you'd have to think that he has some weight in the state as far as recruiting. You know he has probably good relationships with uh, coaches. He has mm-hmm. a young kid that wrestles. And so he's probably he probably knows a club scene, so it could help 
Oklahoma within state recruiting, and Oklahoma hasn't been recruiting well in state. No, the University of Oklahoma has struggled with recruiting. I mean, we, we say it probably once every couple months in this show how it just blows our minds. The kids that go to Oklahoma State, knowing it's the, the, they have to compete for a the spot, path to starting is going to be really difficult. There's guys like Bulu Allen, um, you know Tristan Moran, tough guys, and it's going to be tough for them to to find. Yeah, they'd rather. Them. I mean, in the recent past, they'd rather go there and compete for a spot than go to Oklahoma, where it seems like they walk into a starting gig. Yeah. And that's the power of John Smith and the Oklahoma State's brand as well. It's not. It's not. It's maybe not necessarily a total indictment of Oklahoma. And also during the, I think that'll start changing with with Coach Roselli a little bit. Um, and now with Guerrero, even though he's from California, when you've been in a state for so long, um, you, you think you would have some pretty good inroads. What's there. it mean for Oklahoma State? Um, I think we can assume. That, can we assume that Chris Perry moves up from volunteer to pay? That's paid? kind of my guess. Um, that's my. That's what I expect will happen. I mean, Chris, Zach Esposito, and maybe they. I I don't know if Tyler Caldwell is still there or not. Maybe they promote him to volunteer. Uh, I'm not sure what what decision they'll make, but I'd be surprised if Chris wasn't moved up and promoted. That just seems to make sense and. Um, you know, the the question often is, you know, and, and many people thought, um, I did not think this, but others thought Guerrero will be the guy when John Smith steps down. That's, that's never been my opinion, but that was yeah. wrestling fans. Um, thought that he was the heir apparent. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think that was the case, and uh, but some people thought that. Uh, I know that. There was probably – there wasn't probably. There were people knocking on Chris Perry's door to go for jobs. Where? Um, where? What schools? Yeah. I'm not saying what schools. Does that mean Nebraska? Uh, no, not necessarily. Uh, kind of sounds like it means Nebraska. It, there was – there was. I mean, multiple. So, um, you know, they probably want to keep him around. So, I, I assume they're going to move him up, right? You know, it's like with Chris, he's been there so long. I mean, he, he went to school at Oklahoma State. He's from, grew up in Stillwater. It would be pretty crazy to see him leave. Obviously, mm-hmm. his brother did, but his brother, I mean, that's been a story that's been played out. And his, his brother, Mark beats to his own drum. Yes. Right. Yes. No doubts there. So we'll see. I mean, and now, you know, we talk about Oklahoma. This is not necessarily Oklahoma University position. This is the RTC um, freestyle, and um, so it'll be a slight pivot for for Guerrero. But no one, you know, the thing is with Roselli there and what he was able to build with the Ohio RTC. You got to feel like L- Roselli has the framework to build um, to build a very successful RTC, and having someone like Guerrero, Coach Guerrero there, um, it's hard to not see success. And and with the staff they have now, I think they're gonna be super solid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's Oklahoma and in other uh, coaching news got any update on Kale no no updates the deal still not signed I was told this could be true this could be not true 
but that there was a you know the the uh, June thirtieth deadline came and gone. And I was told there was a, a fifteen day extension. Um, well, that if that was true, then that fifteen day extension has expired and probably just did another one. Right? Like he, yeah, they probably just are putting in extensions. Well, especially to allow you to recruit. So you know the one thing that I keep uh, that keeps going in my mind as I think about this Kale Sanderson Penn State situation is why would um, or is Kale's being really smart here in that he knows um, Penn Penn State needs him. I mean this it's just unquestionable what he's done for the school for that team and what would happen if he weren't there. But the one thing I don't think people are talking about, and and so so it looks like Kale has all this leverage and power. Penn State has major leverage and power in that they know Kale will never he won't leave. There's I mean he knows this is the absolute best situation he could ever be in. Penn State is <laughs> the only place. I mean he did it. He tried it at Iowa State. It couldn't do it. He knows the power of Penn State. He came there for a reason. That those reasons have been played out the last seven years where they won six well, titles. So yeah. why, um, you know, why would he? Or Penn well, State, I, hold on. Penn State hold has on. to oh, view it that way. You said he couldn't do it. He, okay, yeah. He would have done it. He would have won a national title at Iowa State. Okay, that's that is not a a, a fact. No, it's not a fact. <laughs> I, I, it, it certainly didn't happen. I mean, he he took second. He was like five minutes. Anyway, I believe that Kale would have done great things. I, I, I think he would have done won a national title. Now, you, you're right though. Um, Penn State knows. You know what's funny? He came in and immediately won a title. He came in, sat his guys. They won the next year. The first year, every year they're well, supposed yeah, he to knows, win. He knows it's the best gig. That's why he went there initially, and that's and then he did what he thought he could do. He knows it's the best gig, right? It's funny. I was I was I was uh. Driving, you know, I always say it all the time. I drive into work. I listen to sports radio. Um, and a few months ago, when the Tom Herman from University of Houston had a good year, he took over for UT Longhorn football, right? Mm-hmm. And they said they made a statement that's pretty pretty true. You never have the bargaining power that you have. You have, never have more than when you first sign, right? Because when you first sign, like they, it, you're a shiny new, you're a red Corvette, right? Mm-hmm. That says, "Oh my God, we're gonna play, we're gonna get Tom Herman. It's gonna be great." And so this guy comes in and he wants new locker rooms and he wants new this and he wants new that and he gets it all, right? Right. So even Kale Sanderson, who has just changed the landscape of wrestling. Still might not have all the leverage. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But it's like there's not many places. I mean, what else? It's crazy. I mean, Kale could do whatever he wanted in the sport, out of the sport, whatever. He'd be he'd probably be successful at it. But if you're if you want to coach college wrestling, the there's no re- he won't leave. So now I feel like there is like. And and for all I know that it could be basically done, and they've agreed. To, but that's just something. That occurred to me this morning. Yeah, well, you know, it's been strung out for a little while, so you think about all these things, and maybe we're wearing tinfoil hats. Yeah. But um, you know, it's a it's a 
plausible situation. Um, but you know, from the from the from Jump Street, it sounded like what Kale really wanted to do is take care of everything and everybody. And so, it could be as simple as he's just taking his time and getting what he wants. Yeah. Speaking or staying in Penn State, I should say, Soriano, you had you had Soriano update in here with a question mark. Yeah, Soriano and update. I don't know what's going. It's on. been it's been super quiet. Um, I don't think there's much happening on either side. The the I don't know why I think this, but it's just my gut. The longer this goes without a a proclamation that Nick's going to Rutgers or wherever, the more I think he's staying at Penn State. The longer this goes, it's prolonged. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe it's the opposite. I, but for me, I'm like it makes my head spin. I don't know, right? I don't. At one point, I thought the longer this goes, the more likely it is he's leaving. Really? Because, um, because Penn State, I don't think could be happy with this being drug out. That's and, that's and a fair point. Number one. Number two. It, 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 like if you read the tea leaves, it, he may be working on trying to get a clean release and get eligibility, and he's trying to figure that out. I don't, I don't know, right? That would be interesting um, if that's the angle. If they're just now, they there was Instagram posts yesterday. Um, Ooh, and, and nothing really. You a big Instagram guy? No, I don't even have Instagram. I saw it on a message board. Nick did a camp clinic in Jersey for a high school or a youth group, a youth. So yeah, he's been in Jersey, he's in Jersey basically the whole summer. Mm-hmm. He's not been, not been at Penn State's camps, which is you know where most of the guys are in the summer. Um, so he's doing his own thing, and that's you, you mentioned. You know what's Penn State think about him just being gone like that? And yeah, you, you maybe there's something to that where Penn State will be like, let's let's reach a decision here and move on either way. Um, but in that, they they expose themselves to. To the risk of not winning a title next year, there's a lot of conversation too. And again, it's there's a lot of unclarity. But what do you make of the situation? Twenty five or thirty three? Is Suriano at thirty three now? I mean, when I watch him, I I think that's a that's a good that's a nice twenty five pounder. I mean, he that's was what I think he was he in my opinion he was smaller than Gilman. I thought. Noticeably smaller than Thomas Gilman. I thought he was perfectly fine, but you just that can be deceptive, or maybe it's just a matter of he doesn't want to cut weight. Period. He thinks he can win thirty three. He might not be wrong there. He could maybe win one thirty three. I think it would be tougher. You think of guys like Seth Gross and Cade Brock, they're gonna have some real size on him, but size and they present different stuff. Th- right? They're really like just different. funky and, and yeah. Cade's got thousand different takes. I mean, there's other guys I'm missing too. If I think NATO's coming down um, to 25. In fact, I'm 99% sure he's going to. So you kind of throw him out of the mix. But I think Soriano would have success at both. But I believe they want to be at 133. They meaning Nick, Soriano. Yes, Soriano. Um, and what do you make about Penn? Like, if you're if you're Kale. Is there is there a, is there a butting of heads there because Soriano wants to go thirty three and Penn State doesn't want him to? I, I don't, that doesn't make sense. I, to that me. doesn't make sense. To us, should be like, okay. There's rumors, <laughs> not rumors, but there's speculation, right? This the Soriano discontent thing hits, and very um, 
normally, I think, people say, well, what about this? Well, what about that? Well, what about this? And they say, well, is it a thing where he wants to go 33 and Kale doesn't want him? Kale has, like, allowed his guys to wrestle. There's never been a time that I heard that Kale was like, no, you're going this way. Right? I mean, guys move up in Kale's lineup as much as anybody. Um, right? I mean, Bo, I, I, what I was told was that Kale didn't want Kale didn't particularly want Bo to move up, right? When Bo moved up, but all's well. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah, every coach has preferences. You yeah. know what? If if Zane goes up to 165 because he can, it would be it would not be good for the team, but he would beat everyone. Well, that, that's what I mean. I mean, when people say, "Well, he wants to go 25 and Kale won't let him," or 33 and Kale won't let him, I, I don't buy that for one. No, second. I don't either. I don't either. I don't, I don't think many major programs do that. I, I don't think Iowa does that. It says you need to go here or here. The whole Clark Gilman thing that worked itself out. Clark went up to to uh, thirty three. I think I don't know. I don't think that's it. Why would you? The guy is a potential finalist champion at either weight. Um, where you don't have that at thirty three. It's not Corey. Not with Keener, in my opinion. Not with. Uh, Cortez, um, even Ray Higuchi. Ray Higuchi. <laughs> Soriano. I think Re- I think Higuchi's round of twelve right now. Greater than sign. Soriano greater than Higuchi. Greater yeah. than the Gucci. So uh, n- something else. Uh oh. Something is, else. Yeah. I haven't even told you this. Oh my. But God. apparently, there's some discontent with the Gucci. No, no, <laughs> no. Soriano. Something was said at the NCAA press conference by by Kale that upset the Surianos. Okay, crazy. So I, I I don't know what it was. I went back and listened to it after I heard this from someone. <laughs> you went back and listened to the press conference. I was like, it, well, the thing was, you are you do your job well. Nick was the was the focal point of the press conference in the beginning. I didn't was, go this year. I didn't even listen to it. It's it's always awkward, a little awkward. The coaches the coaches hate it. Yeah, I know. That's you can why, tell. That's why I don't go. That's why I don't you, listen. Uh, you can tell Kale doesn't like it. Coach Smith, I mean, probably rather not. Coach Brands. Coach well, Brands will give you some gold. But he's great. And one time he called J-Rob old. That was hilarious. Do you remember that? Yes. 2014. It was St. Louis, right? Uh, yeah. St. Louis. yeah. We stayed in Dagon Ferguson. We were so far away in the media hotel. But anyways... Um, so yeah, no, no one's like particularly happy to be there, but that's what I was told that there was something said at that press conference that really irked them. So go back and listen, see if you can glean. There's a lot of discussion about Nick during that time. What would make him upset? I don't know. It would probably require more knowledge of the relationship, the situation and how it played out with Soriano's injury and how it was handled. But that's what, that's what I was told. Well, Bob Soriano is a particular kind of cat. Like, I just, sometimes, I just want to make sure I'm not offending the man. <laughs> He's a good dude, but I was like, man, I hope I don't say anything stupid or wrong or <laughs> anything that could be misconstrued as disrespectful. Because I'm yeah. not trying to be disrespectful. No, great guy, great family. Um, but, yeah, an interesting, very interesting situation that it, 
like the KL contract situation continues to play itself out into the summer, which is it's great for us. Gives us some interesting talking points. We didn't have this a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and it hurts you as, as a apologies as a for all homer. the, you know, sometimes message board people get on us for, well, you're not doing your job. You're, it's, this is all speculation. And yeah, this has been a lot of speculation. And no, not a lot of what I said was. Don't, don't think it's, don't think it's, uh, yes, it was. It's a lot of speculation. I mean, we're sitting here talking for a couple episodes. Like, is he discontent because it is? Is it because of weight? Is it because Frankie Edgar he wants a train thing? Can he get a full rhythm? Here's the thing. Don't don't for one second think we're not digging. They're just not talking, guys. Like, they're just like, oh, well, Flo just, they just talk. Why don't you just, why don't you do your job and, and report and find sources? They're not talking. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Where to? Where, Where to? go? New new college rules? College rule paper? Huh? Rock, paper, scissors? College rules paper? What'd oh, you say? Never mind. Hey. Hey. I didn't even dig into those college rules. I mean, I know they were out. And the only one I said, we're, we're talking before the show, and Christian's like, I was like, "Hey, Christian, you got to tell me the, about the scrambling stuff because I don't, I didn't read the full thing. I don't, I read a little bit of it, and I, I was like, I don't know how this is going to manifest itself." And Christian's like, "We'll just talk about it on the show." And I said, "The only thing that I read, so the only thing I read was the only thing that Christian didn't see, right? Is and that is high school wrestlers can now wrestle college opens again. I, why is that? That's so weird that that's in there." But it wasn't in like that NCA release. It was, uh, I, in, it was somewhere else. It's on a PDF of the rules, item like uh, three point two two point four dash A. So, but yeah, that's to. that's that will be interesting because these kids love competition, testing themselves. You know, is are we East Stroudsburg Open used to be filled with them? I, I mean, yeah, I wasn't thinking so much East Stroudsburg as like the about Midlands? Scuffle and Midlands. Was kind of what I was thinking. The Scuffle, yeah, definitely East Stroudsburg. East Stroudsburg Scuffle. There's never been a high school kid that's Scuffle. Midlands. Right? Yeah, but there could be now. Maybe it's an know. open. They wouldn't, they wouldn't allow Mark Hall to wrestle there. That's Midlands. Um. Yeah. It's Midlands. Somebody would not allow Midlands. Did not uh, right, Mark yes, Hall. yes. But the scuffle did not allow a partial one a, one time. A partial? What does a partial mean? One one human being from one school. Well, yeah, they, they reserve that right. They they can just say who can be in who I know. I, all I'm saying is I don't think there's ever been a high school kid at the scuffle. Yeah. Maybe they don't want him. But <laughs> um yeah, so Imagine I mean, Cable I, Stevenson entered Midlands. I think I saw. Yeah, that would be cool. I think I saw James. I, I saw James Green wrestle Dylan Alton at the at the East Stroudsburg Open. I think both of them were high schoolers. I know James was for sure. I don't know. I used to see a lot of. That's right in my backyard, so I used to go. And then it started the one year. I think that's why they put a stop to it that year. The one year East Stroudsburg Open had. Half the field was high school kids. Because all PAs like, let's go. Yeah. Just pay the entry fee and wrestle. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, I think it's on the tournament's 
themselves, the leaders, determines to show discretion on who they let in, right? Like maybe, I mean, there should be there should be a standard. But like I remember the last high school guy I remember wrestling at Midlands was was Welch. There may have been one after that, but he ended up he placed at Midlands as a junior or senior. Yeah, I think that's right. He did really well. It, it was really pretty impressive. And that was like seven or eight. It was a long time ago. But yeah, I, I kind of think it'll be cool. You know, you always hear about how you know Kerry Colat at Midlands. Um, I think about this crop of guys. I would have loved to have seen. I feel like the last crop, like the Daytons, the Spencer Lees. I would love to have seen them as high schoolers wrestling. I'm not as intrigued by some of these guys. I don't. Uh, maybe a Michael Beard. I'd be excited to see. But I feel like I have Gable's a one. G- oh yeah, Gable. Yeah, Gable. How does he? You know, I... Yeah, Spencer, we would like to see. Spencer, Dayton. Oh, yeah. Suriano. Um, Mark. Would have loved to see him. Prior. Yeah. Okay. So, other... How about the other rules? Though? So, the, the main rule, the one that, you know, a couple months ago, we we talked and talked about the, the scramble rules. You know, Dean Heil. <laughs> everyone freaking out about every Dean Heil match he wrestled. Um you know, the Gulaban Heil match especially where Heil was on his back, but he had the ankle um, laying there passing legs. So the new rule now, let's say that happens. Jimmy Gulaban takes a shot. Okay. Heil dives over. He's on his back. He's got the ankle. He's on his back. As soon as he's on his back, the ref will say danger. Okay. Or danger zone or something like that. Kenny Loggins will probably highway to the Kenny danger. Loggins will be involved. Anyways, once they get through the verse or the or maybe it's the chorus of that song, they'll count to three. Okay, and once they count to three, they're going to award two. Okay, and obviously, if they're still on their back after the two, they'll start getting near falls. Well, not necessarily because it says ninety degrees. Yeah, so that's ni- how I read it. Ninety is like the freestyle. Okay. Anything less than 90, they say, right? Right. So, like, but 45 That's is... how I read it, too. And then, I don't know. I saw something that was, like... Somebody made a comment. New college rules are going to make great scramblers even more dangerous. And I think... Because great scramblers don't lay on their back for an extended period of time. They pass the leg quickly and are up and out. Or they're doing, you know, high-level far ankle stuff. They're not... Why, okay. they're not because but why Kurt, does that make them more dangerous than... Um, because also think about someone like Ben Askren. Think about Ben Askren, Jake Herbert. When Ben caught Jake on his back in a scramble with his foot on top of him and just held him there, a great scrambler will be able to capitalize on guys who aren't as good and yeah. hold them on their backs. So between that, um, I think it's a I think it's a great rule. I think it's a necessary rule. Now scrambling is going to be a means to score and not a means to stalemate. And that was what scrambling had become. Yeah. The ability to go from dead to rights to on your back, but you have an ankle. So it's all good. Yeah. Now that's gone. That's it. And that was the thing. Dr. Brian Snyder, he was sat on the show and basically described that this rule should be, who are the best? Okay, who are the best leg passers? Who are the best scramblers that you'd see like not get caught on their back, mm. like consistently? I felt like uh, Jesse was right. 
Oh, okay, we're going back. Yeah, but any. Yeah, Delgado for sure. You know who's really good at leg passes? Who like does it like in one motion? Like Jesse Zeke Moisey. Zeke Moisey, yeah. really good at it. Very yeah, great leg passer. I'm not sure who the best are right now. Um, Hiles a good scrambler, but he does kind of put himself in s- situations. Nickel and Nolf are really good there. Um, I don't know. I'd have to go and like look at rankings, and it would jog my jog my mind, but. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for those rules. They have to wear headgears still, Willie. They have they, to wear headgears. Facial hair half an inch. Half an inch facial hair. You can't be walking around with a Mike Zadic beard. No. You have to be able to see for skin check. Huh. So I, I I'll tell you what. I was half an they're gonna me- measure half an inch each hair. I was yeah, right. They got a ruler. I was hoping that they that it was optional headgear. Was optional, but um, it's not. But I'll tell you, when they said they were going to make it optional, I like for a second they got me because I was like, "Yes, cool, this is that's great." And I'm, then I thought I was like, "There is no way on God's green earth they let this pass with no headgear, no headgear. They, they will never do that." Yeah, because even though like, um, you know, it's like not even necessarily true that it. Pre- prevents like head injury at all like it's still anytime you take away something that's perceived as a safety item or safety equipment it's like you don't want to do that you open yourself up for whatever i sent kaya uh, an image let's see if he can put it up when when he can we'll we'll talk about it when he uh puts it up and it's a pretty cool thing but you're making a face i don't you, think he can do it okay maybe he can't but uh you uh you said dean heil my brain went to this Dean, Dean, uh, there, there was a post. This Tulsa, 80 pounds. Dean Heil first, Anthony Valencia second, Joey McKenna third, Zach Hall fourth, Isaiah Martinez fifth, Bo Nickel sixth. That was a bracket. That's a bracket. All right. Good is there leg a- passer, Darian Cruz, for sure. Very good. Is there anybody else? Uh, or is there any other rules, takeaways? Rules. Hmm. O'Doyle. O'Doyle rules. Um,. um. I don't think I don't think I saw any. I mean, there's uh, you know the third party video review. Another thing, I believe Dr. Brian Snyder. Third party. There's going to be three parties. Three parties at each match. Well, really, not necessarily. You what could is just, that? You could referee. Just, you could just do it just like in freestyle, does it? Where it goes to the jury. Goes to Rick Tucci, and he nails it every time. Speaking of nailing people, uh, the flag is now a brick. Yep, no more flags. I, I like the bricks. You can because you can you can nail. Oh, them. they're gonna be nailing the rest with the bricks. I saw Damian Hahn. Was it Damian? Yeah, he nailed someone right in the <laughs> middle of their back from half a mat away. And I'm telling you what, those things are foam. It's tough to get the proper trajectory velocity there to nail. You're impressed with his Damian's throwing? Yeah, n- not surprising that Damian Hahn would be good at throwing something, but. I, I I was still impressed. I like when, remember I like when, when wrestlers get like ticked off. Like a coach will throw the brick, and like the re- sometimes the opposing wrestler will like kick it. It's like yeah, I love that. Sometimes David Taylor kicks. It. Speaking of speaking of uh, extracurricular type stuff on the mat, Braxton Amos yesterday did the Dikembe. It was hilarious. It was great, but then he apologized, and then of course, gonna be, of course there's going to be, of course there's going to be boohoo or, uh, you know, 
T.R. Foley right now is saying, you know. No, he's not. T.R. Foley Why just, don't you have him muted? I've had him muted. It's been amazing. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't want to know. I'm trying to avoid his horrible takes. Don't bring his takes on this show. Oh, I, I mean, it's typical, right? Yeah. D- why? D- shouldn't. Well, it's, the guy it's not, is trolling all of us. It's not just one person, though. I mean, okay, back to the thing. Let the kids have a little emotion. Hey, I heard that. Speaking of, I heard they're changing the NFL touchdown rules. Like you can celebrate and stuff a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But uh, you know, it goes to that. So what? So what? You celebrate. You. It's emotional, right? You're asking. You're asking guys to like get their testosterone level up and have be in the ultimate combat sport, and then not show emotion. Yeah, I don't think it was a big deal. And Braxton apologized. I didn't think he should have apologized. Like, you didn't do anything wrong, dude. It's like saying the disrespect is like it's like a, a social media meme. That's all it was. But no, great. How How is he so huge now? What happened? What do you mean? He was a 70. No. No. He, 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 was, was, he won an 82 a, last year? A 95, 95 or no, 220. Not yeah, 95. Yeah. All right. I'll look it up. You look it up. Are those I'll, not on Flow Arena? No, they are not. Okay, they're on the site. We will we will refuse to mention. Well, it'll be really easy. It'll be really easy to find it. So obviously Fargo's going on, and um, it's really what what I think something that gets lost at Fargo is, you know, there's obviously great competition, and then you you know you get the finals matchups, and you're like, great match, great match, great match. Oh man, these finals are great, but there's so many little things starting. Before the quarters even happen, it's like if you're there, you're like, "Oh my god, that was great! Oh my god, that was amazing! Wow, that was what a match!" And like, when you're there, your head's on a swivel. Um, I don't know. It's 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 really tough to keep up with all the great matches. Uh, it, it just a tremendous tournament. It, from a, it's you know, I guess what I'm getting at is it's one of the real like. It's entertainment. Ninety-five, one ninety-five. My brain sucks. Yeah, he's a, he's a big kid. Enormous. Who, um, so yeah, Braxton Amos. Uh, Any chance he's not a heavyweight in college? I don't think so. He's a heavyweight, right? Yeah. Who's more likely to go ninety-seven, uh, Kirk Fleet or Amos? I don't think either of them can go ninety-seven. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, Braxton hasn't taken a class as a sophomore yet, you know. So he's going to continue to grow. Um, but it's really great to see some of the emerging talent. Um, we won't go all through. I mean, Zeke Escalera, uh, Ryan Sokol, Josh Saunders, who everybody knows about. Yeah. But when you – one of the great things, obviously, about – Cadets is their emerging talent. You're going to see them for the first time. They're going to win a Fargo title, and you didn't know their name yesterday. Today you know their name, and you're going to keep hearing about them for 10 years. So uh, it's a it's a coming out party for them, and it's um it, you know they plant their flag. Uh, I'm one of the best in the country. I'm going to be in the rankings for a long time. Um, and then we get to Alex Facundo. Alex Fikando is amazing, too. Um, so many. But now we're in the junior 
division. And I know, I don't think you got to, to watch a lot of the cadets, but you, you no. had, did watch a bunch of juniors, right? I watched the junior semis. Great round of wrestling. I mean, and then it rolls straight into the wrestlebacks afterwards, and Brayton Lee, Sam, Sammy Sasso are immediately wrestling. Yeah. I mean. That's a tough, <laughs> that's a tough thing, right? You're like, sort of your dreams are broken, right? You go there, I'm winning Fargo. It's like, you think it's bad when you, like, lose in the NCAA quarters and then you're in the round of 12. At least you have, like, an entire evening to process To process this. it. They're literally, like, 45 go, minutes later. Yeah. Go through the grieving process. I'm up. I'm up. Like, oh, my God, I wanted to win NCAAs. All right. You have a day to say, I'm going to wrestle back strong. This, I mean, Sammy, right, you're up. You're up 9-4. You blow a lead, you lose or you're up 10-4. Blow a lead, 10-10. Okay, you can wrestle Brayton Lee now. What? Like, in 10 minutes. What? It's tough to rebound. It, yeah, it's not easy. And I'm not I'm not taking anything away from Brayton Lee. That, I mean, mm-hmm. Brayton Lee, Brayton Lee, I mean, all things considered. Yeah, I mean, Brayton Lee had to come back, too. Same situation. Yeah, right? exactly. But all things considered, I think that's a... Great match, toss up, right? I'm not saying that's why Brayton won. I'm saying it's just it's a tough thing to do for anybody that loses in the semis. Yeah, very difficult. But think difference being, Lee lost earlier. Early, Lee, uh, he lost to Gefeller. This yeah. weight is crazy. That was the best weight. Forty five. How was about Lloyd teching Hardy? D- dude, that's Alex- surprising. Yeah, Lloyd's good, but ten zero. Yeah. In fifty eight seconds, Lloyd is really good. Lloyd is really good. You know, for. <laughs> Sounds stupid, but for about a minute and a half, Lloyd was beating Lugo. Oh yeah, I mean Lloyd's Lloyd's good. Is he committed? And uh, yeah, South Dakota State. South Dakota Get State. Get jacked, and they got um, South Dakota State got some good ones. Peyton Rob. Peyton Rob. I like him too. Dang Bono, chill. They it's need awesome. to get that Hutmacher kid. Oh, that guy. He double just, leg factory. Double legs everybody. Just foreign. He's like, you can form me. That way I can do more fours in this wrestling match. Yeah. That was his mentality. Nash Hutmacher. He's like, if I get scored you on. You guys probably haven't heard of Nash Hutmacher, but heavyweight, South Dakota. Yeah. Cadet, uh, cadet-aged heavyweights from South Dakota. Just, I just miss them sometimes. Yeah. How, how legit is he? Cause he? He's too legit to quit. Really? No, I mean, I had him rank. <laughs> I had him rank like ninth or tenth or something. Let me see what I got him ranked. So he's ranked. So he's right. But, I mean, here's the problem is that all, you know, so ma- there's so much attrition. Everybody graduates. Then a guy like Hupmacher goes to cadet or junior duels and, and cadet duels and does some work and he gets ranked. But m- most people don't know about him. Right. Right. So then he goes out to Fargo and puts on a show. He's ranked 12. 12. Just a sophomore, going into his sophomore year. I think, I think he's. I haven't. We need Nomad. Nomad did stand next to him, but I think he <laughs> Nomad can, stood next to him. He so can, he knows how much. He weight. can confirm that he's a heavyweight. Okay, but I I had strong suspicions prior that he was probably a heavyweight, like for D one. But now I'm positive. Yeah, Bono, you better lock him up, man. Everyone saw him. Sinktum, Sinktum, Who else? Do? Well, Cassiope looked you good. You like them? I, I just want to talk about kids that Christian saw that he liked. He likes Braxton Amos. 
Are, are we talking cadets or juniors? Anybody. Well, Who else ever doing? since Super 32, Brayton Lee has been one of my favorite guys, and I think someone that projects as an elite, elite D1 prospect. I think he has all the skills necessary on top of real, real physical gifts and talent that I, I believe he's going to be an excellent D1 wrestler. He's a banger in the room, too, they say. Really, goes hard. Goes hard. He's very athletic. He can get the legs. He's got a lot of ways to score. Brayton Lee, sky-high ceiling for him. How about Artelona is on a 20-match Fargo freestyle winning streak? Anthony Artelona has won 20 straight matches in Fargo freestyle. (laughs) That's a lot. 20 straight. Junior level, too, right? He was junior last year when he won. Yeah, but the the first year he won it was cadet. So he's won two, now going for three straight. So he's good at freestyle. What <laughs> what, what national folk style tournaments have we seen him at? Did he go he Super 36? sixth at Ironman. Yeah, I mean, look. No, I'm not taking anything. I'm not, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong. I'm not saying he's bad at folk style. Okay, jazz, if, jazz hands. But if, you know, if you... Sometimes we label guys... Greco specialists. Sometimes there are guys that are just flat out better in freestyle than they are at folk. It's true. Who are some examples? Help me, because there are definitely some. You know, someone that comes to mind for me, you will laugh, but this wasn't a high school one. But Chad Hankey was amazing at freestyle. Dude, why are you laughing? You just don't remember, so you laugh. It's not. It's not that I don't remember. Chad Hankey. It's not that I don't remember. It's that Chad that is the last human being I expected to come out of your mouth. <laughs> Chad Hankey. If is you, Chad Hankey the WWE? No. Who's 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 Gable? Something Gable. Chad. That's uh, Chaz Bats. Chaz Bats. Okay. Chad Hankey is was, a large human. Was at Oregon State. His years were just uh, okay at the D1 level. He made the. Either the ch- I think he made the challenge tournament finals or like the actual finals of the world team. Trials. James Green, no. James, James Green, Green is not. Ama- James Green is a four-time. Uh, no, this is not the same. No, no, no. So James Green was a ama- James was the number one seed. He just didn't win at NCAs. He was good enough to win a title. Yes, he was good enough to win a title, but he never did. But he medaled at Worlds. Okay. So it was all Thomas right. So let's Gilman talk about some other too? ones. All right. Uh, Thomas Gilman's better at freestyle. Yeah, yes. but he's not a freestyle specialist. Like no, he's, right. You're not. You're right. messing it up. That's Green I'm and not messing it Gilman up. are not There's examples a of the point you're trying to make. There are guys that are straight up average better. at folk style. Yeah. Those are the guys I'm talking about. I'm not talking about great folk style wrestlers who had marginally, slightly better success at freestyle. I'm talking about guys that were... Not okay. Great. Other than Chad Hankey, do you have any examples? No, I could come up you with. Can, some. You got Chad Hankey. Chad Hankey came off the top of my head. I'm not sure of some other ones, but they're out there. The truth is out there, but I don't have it right now. I would have to do some more research. There are guys in my mind that I just can't find them right now. So you just got to you just got to believe, believe me. I'll, I'll try to do some. Hey, we got problems. I don't know what we're gonna do Thursday. Why? Where you go? Do you have to go to a? Uh, cl- uh, what do you have to go to? I don't a ha- voice. Are you going to a? a no. Are you going to ninety eight degrees concert? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. 
I mean, I don't know if people get it. Christian oversees uh, Flow Voice, which is um, Voce. He's a, in the acapella group with Andy Bernard, the Nard <laughs> <laughs> Dog. No. What is it called? What is your group called? Oh, here comes trouble. Here comes trouble. Um, no, <laughs> I'm not going to any sort of a uh, boy band concert. Anything vocal related. My, although actually it ties into the voice because my wife, um, a very good um, choral conductor, has a conference. So it's just me and the kids. I don't know anyone. Let's that, have the kids on. Yeah, they're pretty well behaved, but let's have the kids on. All right, here's the thing. N- Natalie, uh, dude, Natalie is the one. Natalie that, will be the entertainment. I don't, but I don't want to do some sideshow. Have my kids sitting on the couch. Why don't you just have the kids sit on the couch? Because the, what are they gonna do? Well, I mean, maybe we can say, you know, hey, when the rule when you, when the no. weight changed since the weights changed, who has? Before the waist change, who had the most success at 118? Natalie, do you recall? We could go right to Natalie. We could. Teague Moore. Um, was he at 118? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, we could have. We could do that. I'm. A, I'm just a little nervous. So. One time, Natalie snorted gravel. Uh, she didn't snort it. She had it in her nose. Okay. It doesn't mean she snorted it. She didn't do a line of gravel. She just. <laughs> she have gravel in her sinuses. She's, okay, but she's she doesn't do that anymore. She hasn't done that in a really long time. She loves. <laughs> I didn't say she did. I didn't she, say she was a chronic gravel snorter. I said she did it once. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now that's chronicled on there. No, I don't want them. I don't know what you'll say on this show. Every what? Now, you might drop a bomb on them. I would. My kids swearing. Have, yes. Or like like a, like a like a swear bomb or like off the cuff saying that Santa doesn't exist. I'm not worried about that. Well, you might. <laughs> he, he would. You're less concerned about Caleb, Canada? Caleb's already figured it out. He's asking all the questions. I know he's figured out it's BS. He already knows. He should at that age. He's yeah. a smart cookie. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, he also can point out Benghazi on a map. I think he <laughs> can figure out Santa's not real. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know if we're going to be able to have a show on Thursday. Um because Katie's gone. I don't know anyone. Me and Christian got in a fight last night about ranking. Well, you love Sammy Sasson No, so th- much. he turned the knife. That's what the thing is. You turn the knife. It's one thing if you go, hey, that ranking's messed up. It's another thing if you turn the <laughs> knife and say, well, because he's from District 11, that's why you have him. You, you, you once ranked Mitch Minotti behind Bo Jordan. I corrected I, that two days later. Okay. So, I mean... Are you saying that Sammy and I, the, re- the reason I bring this up? I'm not bringing it up because the argument. I'm bringing it up because I'm getting to Joe Lee David Carr. Yeah, it's a great match. But Sammy was ranked right. I, I gave Sammy a mulligan for a thing. Are you, so, I think he got a. I, I, were not, you were you upset about his pound for pound or his number one at 145? Um, the pound for pound. I if you look on the pound for pound list, I don't think you see guys with. You, you shouldn't – if you're pound for pound, you don't lose – I don't care the circumstances. I don't care if you're up 9-0 and you oh, stepped over can, on a can gut. You, can you, compl- can you st- comp- still keep talking? Are there guys, keep talking because I'm, I'm – Are there guys on the pound for pound that very recently have 
Google losses. Did Google's different? That's what I'm talking. I'm not talking about lose to a ranked guy, quasi ranked guy, a, a no, a relative. Uh, okay, I'll tell you right now. You're gonna say Sammy Sasso is working this kid and gets cement mixed, right? Now, don't say that I'm f- favoritism to Sammy Sasso because he's from District 11. Don't say that I gave Sammy Sasso a mulligan because he's from my hometown. Logan Storley was working Preston Lehman. Mm-hmm. And Preston Lehman hit him in a mixer. Okay. I'm not, I'm not penalizing. And, and Preston Lehman was better than Anthony Ulisek. I'm not penalizing Logan Storley for that. Well, you don't penalize Storley as much because Lehman was at least quasi-legit. Not Preston Lehman. That's was... even worse. I mean, he got beat by a. He got beat by a. I it mean, it's worse to get pinned by a worse wrestler than it is a better. It's not listen, totally flukish. No, you cannot listen. You cannot take. You cannot factor in how people win or lose into the equation because one. I did then because one. You have no idea how. All these other guys are winning or losing their matches. Ulysek, uh, by the these... way, Ulysek's not a bum. All right. Ulysek has really good wins. Is he ranked? Yeah. What's he ranked? <sighs> Listen, th- there's not guys on this uh, 13th. There's not guys, uh, in my opinion, who's who has lost a loss like that on their on the pound-for-pound pound resume? Does, does Joey Silva have a random no, loss like no. that? No, no. Okay. Fair point. It's a fair point, but um, it's a fair point. But and you also, guys, you made like you wanted, you advocated for Dayton Fix number one for a long time, and eventually I did make that move because it was the right call. I value wins. Okay, okay, that's that's you 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 just said you need to be punished for losses. That too. Bad losses and elite wins. Okay, that's so where I'm at. Who should who should have been on there? I don't know. Who should be ahead of? I'm not saying, maybe he shouldn't. You be know, pound you. For I, pound. I'll go back. I'm not saying he shouldn't be pound for pound. Yeah, I go back to um. Okay, other than Sasso, does Teamer have any? Who's? Okay, I'm. I I. The problem is I, the problem is I'll tell you right now. That whole chunk, none of them have great wins. Okay, and I understand that in high school. They could wrestle a national schedule like Hiley does and, and a lot of these guys do, Silva, Sasso, and not have faced the rigor. It's not it's different from D one. But with that, your roots aren't as deep. And if you lose to a rando, you get hit more. Tell them what a rando is. It's a random guy. So you just lose to you know All right, well listen. You just lose to a dude. I, I know, but that's so okay, so So you don't so basically what you're saying, you don't you You're, had the same. You had the opposite argument for Marinelli. You hated I had Marinelli that high. No, uh, I hated that you had him ahead of Dayton. That was so silly. The guy I hadn't had, wrestled. The guy hadn't wrestled a relevant. Okay, match. now I'm doing it. The, I'm sort of doing it the different way, and you have a problem with that too. Are you comparing Sammy Sasso's wins to Dayton Fix? No, I'm comparing. I'm comparing Dayton and Alex Marinelli has better wins than Sasso maybe in his entire career. I'm comparing Alex Marinelli to Alex Marinelli didn't have a, Sa- a loss like Sasso did. Who um, was his loss? He lost to I, Fox Baldwin. I'm not comparing Marinelli to Sasso. All right, who so, are you comparing? Let's say a Michael Beard. Okay, a Michael Beard hasn't lost. There's no hasn't okay. Lost. 
There's, yeah, I mean, his loss. Okay, uh, Marinelli, uh, no Marinelli one... only lost to an elite guy, like elite, like ridiculous elite. Uh, Foxball was not ridiculous elite, one. At the time. He was not ridiculous elite. He got, He had losses. He wasn't like... He was a, good, a high, highly ranked wrestler. Okay, top five. Guy. Riddle me this: Who's the best kid that? Here's my point. Here's you're saying you're saying you were mad that Michael that Alex Marinelli was high. We didn't have good wins, but you don't say anything about Michael Beer being high. when he doesn't have good wins. It's not about how high they are based on. It's who's around them. Okay, Michael Beard is ahead of Jacory Teamer and Sammy Sasso. Okay, I can get with that. He's not ahead of Dayton Fix, which is basically what happened because well. That's my entire point. There's you no can Dayton say random. You can, I mean, we're still talking about this three years later. Dayton had lost to Luke Carum. That's not a random. That guy was top three or four. That's equivalent to the, probably the Baldwin loss. Mm. No. Baldwin was better in high school than Luke Carum. I mean, uh, not even close. I don't know. I do. We can go back and look it up. What they were ranked at the time at better weight. I mean, he was at twenty six, amazing weight nationally. Um, Fox Baldwin was yeah, okay, um, yeah. So I mean, so that's got in a fight, and then we got in a fight again today. So that's but do you understand my point? It's different with Beard because there's no one there's no one behind him with wins over, you know, the guys. Well, no, I, none I of could them. read the date and fix list again if I needed to. Well, I mean. Teamer, Sasso, Silva. I mean, Sasso. Teamer, teamer at least be, has the Sasso wins. Sasso, like, uh, Sasso worked, or Sasso beat Ryder, who beat Brayton Lee. Yeah, and th- things have changed. Right. Things changed yesterday. Well, with David Carr, I don't think they did. I, I think David Carr could be, has a case for pound for pound. Now, not yesterday. I. But David Carr, David Carr lost to Jaden Maddox, Joe Lee. Okay, let me leave, leave Joe Lee for last. He lost to Jaden Maddox, Julian Ramirez, um, Hovis, Quentin Hovis, and Joe Lee, who took sixth at Super Thirty Two. I don't know with why. losses to Justin Ruffin. You don't. You can't. Listen, Joe Lee is Joe Lee. You can't say Joe Lee, who was 6 at 32, therefore David Carr 6 at 32. Okay, Okay. I just named four pound-for-pound losses. Uh, Four losses to kids that were not pound-for-pound. Well, you you could argue. I mean, Joe Lee, I mean, you cannot have Joe Lee in the pound-for-pound, but there's not many people that don't think he's one of the best 14 wrestlers in the country right now. Um, Additionally, when you look at Carr's wins at at juniors – they're they're amazing. Beats Verclearin. Mm-hmm. He beats Verclearin. I don't know if Verclearin was ever pound for pound. Maybe at the tail end. Okay. Um, he beat Store, and he beat. He had one other really good win. I have to go back yeah. and look it up. I'm just saying. I mean, that to me was like that was like a pound for pound. That's also at 45. What does it matter? What the weight? I'll tell you what it matters. It matters. When you lost to a Joe Lee who took sixth at Super 32. We're talking about October? Yeah, we're talking about October. Oh, my goodness. No, uh, no, we're not talking about October. Oh, okay. Joe Lee beat David in May. Yeah. I think it was. A, See, yeah. I think so he teched him. He did not tech him. But 
that loss has since been avenged. He's avenged almost all his Yesterday. losses. Yesterday. Yeah, I know that. I know that. But I still think his wins were, I mean, better than, than Sammy's coming. He has, yes, he has great wins. He has great wins. He I, also like, has, I like wins. He also has a lot of losses. Yeah. A while ago, except for the Lee one. Um, I can't find that other win. This yet. season. This last season. Okay. Well, I don't know what we're doing Thursday, dude. Well, you better figure it out. Maybe we don't have a show. I don't know. Maybe we don't have a show. I don't know. Let us know. Should my children sit on that couch? Should we roll the dice? They're typically well, well behaved. Because of they're well technological children. advances, Kai does not have to put them on the show. Yeah, but they'll... Mm, what are the chances they'll be? They'll well, Are they going to understand? A hundred bucks, Natalie comes over here with like a... Um, Peach, a peach doll figurine, or like figurines from yeah. uh, the Little Mermaid, or something like that. We can roll the dice. We'll I see. would prefer to roll the dice. I enjoy chaos. We should, I promise you, they trip on this. Caleb, one hundred percent trips on one of these cords. Caleb is—he has a very large head, huge, and head. I think it makes him top, uh, heavy? top heavy, and he falls very easily. When he plays sports, when he's out running, he just runs as hard as he can, and. Uh, so many times he goes he down. Has full speed wiped out, but he's just used to it. He knows how to fall very strategically. So maybe we'll have have him on. I, hey, jo- we got to talk- Joey Silver to Michigan, mm-hmm. huge recruit, great get for them. Um, Team USA went seven for seven at the Spanish Grand Prix. Uh, we did not have Jaden there at eighty six, but we won all the other weights, which is pretty good. Um, yeah. Beyond that, any, any takeaways? I can't wait till two o'clock. Yeah, is it two? I think it's two. it's two. It's two o'clock. You're right. So two o'clock Fargo finals. I'm just gonna read them real quick. Read them. Sometimes I just read to people on radio shows. One hundred Jackson Cockrell versus Will Guida. One hundred six Chris Trelli versus Sam Latona. One thirteen Brandon Kaler versus Ty Smith. Now here's where it starts really heating up. 120, Joey Melendez, Patrick McKee. 26, Paul Conrath, Drew Matten. 32, uh, Adelano Escobar versus Alexander That's Cruz. That's a 9-10 matchup. People don't realize that. People That's forget. 9 versus 10 in the country. 38, Ben Freeman versus, ooh, Jeremy Schoner. Ranked. Wisconsin. Anthony Ardalona, Caden Gefeller. Two, okay, I would say... Feller probably better at freestyle than folk. I would not call him a freestyle fe- specialist, however. Hey, that's another thing. Tip of the cap to you, Caden, for outgoing senior going to Fargo. Needs to be more of those. Didn't get it done last year because he hurt his hip, had to default out. Could have won last year. I, too, am excited that, that he's back. They in the all mix. should go. They should all go. Jacob Warner, another one. Will Luan, Jared Franick. Good one. Tyler Dow. We haven't talked about this match. Tyler Dow was literally teched by Jake Allar. Okay? They throw the brick after it's 15-5 or something like that. And they switch it up, and it becomes like 9-4 to he's losing. But he has life. He hits a couple throws and wins, like, by a point mm-hmm. against Jake Allar, who is excellent. That yeah. was a mind There's so many things like that at Fargo, like – you could, if you just wrote them all down, it's like 
this was it was 2007. Here's a situation. And then this crazy thing happened. And then the scores did it. I mean, there's so many stories like that. It's awesome. Continue. Tyler Dow, David Carr. Okay, Carr has to be the, the favorite there, but Dow looked amazing. Upper body, excellent. Trent Hidley, Aaron Brooks, maybe oh. the juiciest of them all. Give it to me. Make a prediction. I'll take Hidley. Mm. It's one of those things, like, if Hidley can bully him, I mean, if he's got a real physical, I don't know if he has a Brooks is solid. I don't know if he's getting bullied. Yeah. He's put together. Like, put together, like, and, like, they weren't sure if he would go. 82. 82. I don't know, man. I'll tell you what. Another thing, real quick, I can't believe there wasn't anybody that missed weight. They went, they went day before weigh-ins, two-pound allowance two days later, or 36 hours later. How did anybody miss Are they weight? weighing in today? I don't know. I wonder, who's the most overweight in Fargo right now? Uh, there's, there's so many jokes that I could make about certain people that aren't wrestlers right now. Who is the most overweight in Fargo? Oh. <laughs> I could just rattle off fat people that are in Fargo right now. <laughs> I won't do that. I'll save y'all. Oh, I was talking. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to open that can of worms. Uh-oh. Um, Man, there are so many. I'm gonna, as soon a, as as soon as Kai turns this off, we're I, just naming people. Yep, we're just naming. Not naming. Yeah, there's a situation. There. Okay, Jack Jessen, Max Lyon. Ooh, good one. Lion Tamer, another outgoing senior. Jacob Max Warner Lyon. versus Beat the Streets Phillies own Miles, Miles Lee. Lee. Very cool. Zach Elam, Hayden Manley, and Anthony Cassiope versus Brandon Metz, who I think is from Fargo. Yes, he is. Uh, so. Home Cassiope looked great. Cassiope wrestled the other Iowa recruit. Um, Costello. Costello. Yeah. Put it to him. So that was a little sidebar. But what? 2 o'clock. Actually, 11 o'clock. Women's finals, 2 o'clock. Junior freestyle. Junior freestyle. Some some call it that the Catalina wine mixer of Fargo. Play it out. Play it Play out. Play it out, Kai. Play it out. Okay, so let's get our list ready. No. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. No fat list. People I'm not gonna make. I'm not going to make a fat people at Fargo list. I'm, as soon as this gets cut, I'm naming names. I'm a, really. If you were at Fargo, your name could be on the list. All right, put me down oh. as one of them. That doesn't make the joke any. I, I, I st- I'm still really excited about this list. Okay, the 106, the 103 I mean, days are behind you. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm okay with it. Short fat belt. Short fat bulb. It's like it's like, like the Eminem, the eight mile thing. Yeah. I'll just tell you all the insults that you can give me, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> but it's still I'm gonna have my fun as soon as it's cut off. All right, cut it. We're gonna place out. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Maybe Thursday. Maybe not. We'll let you know. Children might be involved. Later. Project.